0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the 60O podcast. My name is Tom Campbell. It's great to have your company. Joining me, as always, Damien Seabolt. Seabolt, how are you, mates? Yeah, good, Tom. Uh, let's get into a couple of bits of news from the day first. Uh, two notable ones, a couple of centers, a couple of the best centers in the game. Uh, Joey Manu looks like he's off to France at the end of the year, yeah. uh, off to yeah. French rugby. Uh, not the first, won't be the last, but will certainly be a loss.
1: Yeah, mate, it was surprising, actually. I didn't see that one coming. Um, obviously, it's got the, a lot to do with the, the centre that they've got coming across from the Wallabies. It, sorry, his name um, escapes my mind at the moment. But That's a But they, they'd one. be paying decent money to him. Um, Look, I have never seen him play rugby, so I wouldn't know if he's any good at league. But Joey Man is a, a huge loss to the Roosters and the sport, to be honest. He's a he's a great player.
0: It makes you wonder how many clubs went after him to play fullback, like to to come yeah. in and be the marquee guy.
1: Yeah, it, it's a really strange one, mate. Like again, I'm assuming that he's you know getting a fair bit of money going across there. Look, h- how many have have lasted? Um, most elite rugby league players go across for the big money. And within 18 months, two years, they're back, especially the ones that go across to France. They don't last too long. Um, You know, while it's in theory, it's great. You get the good coin, but you know, you're not getting the footy. You're not in open space. It gets a bit boring.
0: Yeah. Fair point. And uh, Campbell Graham, the other one, uh yeah. looks like he's probably out for the year with that injury. It's a, uh, it's a devastating moment for him in his career. He's about to enter the prime of his career, you would think. But for yeah. the Rabbitohs, geez, that's a big loss, man.
1: It is, mate. I think, like I've seen reports anywhere between six months and eight months. But let's say best case scenario, six months from now. What does that get him back in July? Then you've got to get your match fitness back. Um, and and to be fair, I, I don't think there's any guarantee that the rabbits were going to be a top eight side um with him let alone without him so it's going to be a really interesting year for the rabbit o's and and again the the whole concept of our pod um today is around top 10 most uh or top 10 players under pressure and um I, I, there is a couple of rabbits floating around in my top 10 so yeah it, it's going to be an interesting year for them well let's get straight into that i
0: how did you find this exercise of coming up with 10 players that are going to be under the pump most of this year? Because I I have to be honest, the Rabbitohs, I could have picked five.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. I found, and again, it's it's what what do we mean by under the pump? Like, is it under the pump? They're about to get sacked. Is it under the pump? There's pressure on them. Is it, is it under the pump because they're on good coins so they've got to deliver? Is it under the pump? because um, you know they're a, a marquee player at a marquee club so if they don't play well every year they're under the pump so oh, I've got a, f- a few um yeah I've got a few guys that are probably will have question marks from yourself over why I've got them in my my top 10 I've actually got a top 16 so I'm going to give some honorable mentions um <laughs> but as I said to you before we started um, recording I had 32
0: yeah <laughs> the whole league's under pressure according to C. Um, the, the, you're right, there's good pressure and there's bad pressure. You know, there's, there's pressure that's warranted due to performance. And then there's yeah. pressure that provides opportunity for players. And, you know, my number 10, uh, I suppose we'll just go off and start it. I know you haven't done yours in order, but maybe I can just go through my list. And then if you've got the same, uh, just, just comment that, yeah. but yeah. But, uh we'll start off at my number 10, uh, and that's Kobe Hetherington. Uh, okay. and I, I, uh, Good friend of the show, Kobe Hetherington. But I I just think with Tom Flegler leaving the Broncos uh, and they relied so much on the power game of the Fords, there's no secret about that. They were one of the worst teams as far as where they started their sets and they were in the top half a dozen for where they finished their sets. So naturally, Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, Tom Flegler were able to get them going throughout the game. Uh, So now... A third of that's missing in Tom Flagler, who went on to represent his country at the end of the year. Now, Kobe Hetherington, who I think has a ton of ability and is ready to go, this is this is his time. Has an opportunity to step into those shoes and and take that up. And this is not a bad pressure on Kobe. This is a great opportunity for him to really take yeah. that and um, really advance his career and have have a probably the best year of his career so far. I don't think there's any doubt. Yeah,
1: look, yeah, it's an interesting one. I, look, for mine, I would have thought because. I think Kobe will still be a bench player for the Broncos. So, uh, for mine, I reckon the pressure in the Ford pack there is is going to be just you know, being piled on Payne Haas and and Pat Carrigan and and probably Jensen who who starts now. I think that's where the pressure is going to come. But yeah, I see I see your point where you're coming from with that one. Um, do you have any other Broncos to add to your list?
0: No other Broncos for me. Uh, Kobe's the so, only one.
1: What? As the captain coach of the podcast, Tom, what would your thoughts be around me including all sixteen of my or <laughs> 15 it might be? Because I've got a couple of Broncos and it'd be a good opportunity to talk about them at the same time as we've we've gone into the Broncos. Is that all right? Yep, absolutely. Who you got? Um Well, my my two are Adam Reynolds. Yep. And um and Reese Walsh. They're the the two big ones for me. Adam Reynolds, because the way he performed in the grand final, you know, it's <sighs> It was underwhelming. Um, when you look across the, the field and see the way that um, Nathan Cleary iced that game and, and got Penrith home when they had no right to, to be in it, let alone win it, and then um, how well he's offside as Romain went, I think there's a fair bit of pressure on on Reynolds. Um, you know, he's made it pretty clear that he wants to keep playing. He wants a, an extra year after this year at least. So the the pressure's on him. It's going to be um, interesting to see whether he can perform With guys with age on board and a history of leg injuries, they can fall off the cliff pretty quickly. So it'll be just interesting to see where that one goes. And my other one's Reece Walsh for obvious reasons. I think, um, you know, everyone will agree that whilst he had a couple of magical moments in the grand final, he was pretty ordinary when it comes to fundamental fullback play and uh, positioning where you should be getting the defensive line set and also putting yourself in a position to, to get the footy. So He he needs to obviously be better at that, and while it's not second year syndrome, he's in about his fourth year now. That was his breakout year. That was the I've arrived. Look at you know, look how good I am, which he is, and he's a superstar. But now he's got to do it again. So they're they're the two guys from from the Broncos for me.
0: And my number nine is very much along the same lines as Adam Reynolds, and that's Sean Johnson. Uh, The Warriors were so reliant on Sean Johnson last year, and for him to have the year that he did was. Very much an an anomaly of football careers. To have a career year at that stage after the injuries that he's he's had was quite remarkable. Uh, So He he is a former
1: Golden Boot winner, though.
0: He is, but their reliance on him and to stay healthy is immense. So, uh, and they do have Roger Tuovas check back there, but he's going to play centre. At least he's going to start the year at centre. So the pressure is still on Sean Johnson to be the chief guy and and pull the pull the strings in the team, and so his yep. health really dictates how they'll go for
1: the year. I had um, I flirted with the idea of Sean Johnson, but I, I left him out of my thirty-two and and my sixteen. <laughs> um, the the one warrior I did have was um, Roger tuivasa shek because he's coming back. He's outside of Sean Johnson last year. He is the face of rugby league in in New Zealand. Um, You can't say someone who played for the All Blacks failed, but essentially he didn't achieve what he wanted to achieve in rugby. So he's got a fair bit to prove in in coming back. He's the player under most pressure for mine at the Warriors.
0: Any other Warriors while we're there?
1: No, that that was it. Um, I think, you know, uh, there's a few guys that certainly overperformed last year, but I didn't have the expectation on them. So, yeah, I think... um, and again we'll get into some uh pre uh, season previews with yep. with each club but I don't expect much out of the warriors anyway so no no other
0: warriors for me we'll move on to number 8 Jamal Fogarty uh and this one <laughs> I feel for Jamal seriously yep. he's he's a bit of a lone ranger at the raiders at the moment with their spine uh the the entire success of that team will go through Jamal Fogarty and how well he plays if they if he plays poorly they are no chance. That is how it's going to go.
1: Yeah, that's right. Again, he's um he's overachieved in his career. For me, he's um he certainly got the most out of himself, and and probably more than what most people expect. I think it's it's a tough year for the Raiders coming up. Um, you know, they've got Tarpany. I'm sure Papaliti will continue to to provide something, but. You know, outside of Tarpany, e, Papalini e, and every now and again Horsbryt, there's not a great deal there to get off the back of with the Raiders.
0: Uh, number seven uh, for me is Tyrell Sloan. Uh, to me, this is really make or break time for Tyrell Sloan. Like we're going to the Super League, or we're going to be a consistent first grader here. And mate, I would, I think he would kill it in the Super League just quietly. He'd be electric. Uh, but, yeah, he would. But a, a different coach now. There's no excuses, really. And I d- I'm not saying that they have to win every game and he has to be man of the match every game, but we need to see some serious improvements here very quickly.
1: Well, if, be- if Bevan French can be a man of steel, um, <laughs> or sort else of Sloan can, because... Well, <coughs> pardon me. French doesn't like to defend, and Sloan doesn't like to defend, and, and there's a reason that Hook um, you know, held him back for so long, because he just wasn't ready. He, I don't know if he is ready yet. He's a good player, or uh, well, there is a good player there in there, but yeah, oh, I didn't even contemplate Torrell Sloan. He doesn't actually, <laughs> I think he'll be lucky to be in there 17. Fair enough. Uh, I'm being uh, maybe... a bit dismissive, to me, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, everyone's either, I like this, move. Everyone's like either rubbish word.
0: or <laughs> under the pump. Yeah. Uh, number six, Hamali Uh signed yeah. a big extension with Manly. I've got really high expectations for Manly this year. I think they have top four potential. Um, you sign the big extension, pressure automatically comes with it. And he needs to now be consistently one of the best back rows in the game on the contract that he's on. That is what he's paid to do. And that's it.
1: That's right. But again, I, I think he probably was last year. So he's just got to do, for me, he's just got to do what he did last year and he was a threat every time he touched the footy. Um, he was a bit Manly's top three or four players every time he took the field. One of the best back rowers in the comp. He's just got to oh, keep, he's just got to do it again.
0: I will say on Manly, I had two other names sort of half circled, uh, and that was Josh Schuster and mm-hmm. the other one was Tanyela Paseka. Uh, Tanya Paseka for me for the. For Manly to be a top fourteen this year, they need either Sipley or Paseca to stand up and be an elite middle forward. And to, for me, that's Paseca. Um yeah. And so if, if he's able to do that, then there's no reason why they can't make top-four.
1: So you, that, that's the only Manly guys you contemplated? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay, because I've got Luke Brooks on my list because um, whilst he's leaving the atmosphere, that was clearly toxic. Um, and he needed the change, and everything says that he should perform this year. He's got the shackles off him. He's got Cherry Evans to see the ship. He's got strike everywhere on that field. But there's a difference between, in theory, it should happen and it physically happening. So Luke Brooks is the, the guy under the most pressure for me at Manly. He has to perform. There's no excuses. If he doesn't perform this year, his NRL career is done. He's going to go to the Super League. Yeah, uh, because he just—he, you, you can't be a million dollar half and play your whole career and not play a game. Every one of his mates that moved on to a different club became a an Origin player immediately and played finals immediately. When you look at Tedesco, Woods, um, and Moses, Moses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair point, fair point. I, oh, in uh, and, saying and that,
0: look, so I was, was just going to say, say in saying that, I, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, in saying that though, I do think Luke Brooks will have a good year. I, I would be stunned if he didn't. Like, he's set up for the best situation of his career by a country mile. Yeah. It's not even close. So uh, it, I'd, I'd be stunned.
1: the only thing, isn't it, that might that might hamper him? Like, it should be the only thing that hampers him.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on, number five, we've got Christian Welch uh, from the Storm. Uh, the, you'll find no bigger fan of Christian Welch than myself over the years. Uh, but let's look at reality here. He's been dropped from the Storm leadership group. His form has gone down over the last 12 months and fairly or unfairly due to injury. It's just a fact of life. Uh, He got dropped from state of origin team last year. Is he on the outer of Melbourne? Let's be honest. Probably, probably. So the fact that he's been dropped from the leadership squad certainly screams alarm bells to me. He's got to find some form this year, particularly with Melbourne's middles. He's aging
1: and and Melbourne's middles are underwhelming, but it's a good little segue because the guy that's replaced him as captain is the guy under most pressure for me at Melbourne, um, Harry Grant. I, I think since origin, he's, he's, yeah, let's be honest, his form was poor. Um, the finals, when we expected him to you know, shake it off and, and find a gear, again, he was poor. Um, and now all of a sudden he's captain. So there's a lot of pressure there. I, I, I think he'll handle it easy and he'll have a great year, but... It, yeah, if they don't start the season well and if he doesn't go back to the Harry Grant that we used to see in every week, it's going to be interesting.
0: Absolutely. Uh, moving on to number four, the first of the South's players, Jack Whiten. Uh, South saw Jack Whiten as what they needed to get over the hump. They've been to a grand final. They've been a couple of prelims in the past few years and then they had a dreadful fall off last year But obviously, they see Jack Whiten as the man to take them to the promised land. So you can't sign a big contract for that and no pressure comes along with it. You are the guy they're looking to to get you over the hump.
1: Yeah, so I get that. And I didn't have him um, in my top 32, (laughs) pardon me, almost 16 or 10. But I do understand what you're saying. The guy that got him there is my most under pressure player at, at the Rabbits, and that's Luttrell. Latrell got what he wanted. He always gets what he wants. Luttrell is a superstar. He's elite. He's one of the best players in the com. one of the best players I've ever seen. But he's got to perform all the time. He can't be suspended all the time. He can't be throwing a turn when it's, you know, a big moment and missing semifinals, throwing a turn and not getting what he wants. So he, you know, he doesn't train properly. Whatever is going on there, and I've heard plenty of whispers, um, and now he's got what he wants by getting one of his best mates across. And they're paying him a fortune when they had outside backs coming out of their Shaminda, They needed a middle. Yeah. <clears throat> and they, yeah, they, they got Jack Whiten. Jack Whiten's great. Jack Whiten will perform. He'll earn his money. But
0: let's yeah, park Latrone. Luttrell. Let's park yep, Latrell because so Latrell will going. make Luttrell will make a return to this list a little bit later okay? on.
1: Have you got any other any other rabbits to make a return or make a no an
0: entry? no other souse? But the notable mentions uh Cody Walker, Cody Walker for obvious reasons. The other one, Pretty Cam much Murray. All of the
1: above. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, the the other one, Cam Murray, and I. Okay, that's Cam, Cam Murray Talk is to phenomenal. Me about that. Cam Murray is phenomenal. There is no doubt. One of the premium forwards of the game. He just needs
1: to keep doing what he does.
0: My God, if they if they lose Cam Murray, they could just capitulate.
1: Oh, they they, they go know any of the top eight if Cam Murray's out.
0: Exactly, he is so vital to them. You're right about Jack White and they needed a middle. Uh, uh, a couple of weeks later, Adam Finell Blake was available. Are you telling me if they had their time again, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have rather go down that route?
1: Hundred percent. But again, now they'll look at it and go, "Gee, lucky we got White and with Campbell Graham out for the year."
0: That is a good point. That is a good point. How, however, uh. Uh, uh, Campbell Graham and Jack White and that different at center. I I personally don't think so. So, uh, we'll we'll park Latrell for a second. Latrell will make a return very shortly. Uh, number three for me, Dylan Brown. Uh, Dylan Brown missed a lot of time last year. Parramatta had a shocker. He owes them. He owes them a big yeah. year.
1: Yeah, I got Dylan Brown on my list. He's he's the, the only player from Para That I had in my list. For obvious reasons, he missed time through suspension, uh, on-field and off-field dramas that he had. When he plays, Para are so much better. Moses is so much better because he's got someone to help him out. D- Dylan Brown's an elite half. He's one of the top 10 halves, and that's five, eight, or backs in the comp. So um, he's got to stay on the field. When he's on the field, he performs. I don't really remember him having too many bad games, you know, there's games where he's um, he's not winning the game on his own, but he every time he's on the footy field, he is a very good footballer. So he's got to be on the field. He can't be suspended. He can't be playing up. He's got to get it right.
0: Yeah, owes him a big year, without a doubt. Yeah. Number two, number two, Sam Walker. Yeah. Sam Walker. Uh, the, the Roosters must have a good year. There is no yeah. ifs, and or buts. They should, in my opinion they should be premiership favourites with this team that they've got. If not, a close second. And to me, them and Penrith are the standout premiership favourites going into the year. If the Roosters have another year like last year, they'll be all sorts of trouble. Because we had high expectations going into last year. They're better yeah, than year. the
1: year before.
0: Yeah, they're and better the now. Before. Yeah.
1: the Big time, mate. Sam Walker's the biggest player under pressure there. I contemplated... Um, I contemplated Teddy um, because, again, he's the captain, he's the fullback, he's one of the marquee players. But Teddy copped so much crap last year that was unwarranted in my mind. If you went and and if you go back and watch the games, Teddy was never worse than a seven out of 10. He might not have been nine or 10 out of 10 winning games like he, he has in the past, but he's such a consistent performer. So I, I removed Teddy from my my 32, which is where he was to start with, but Sam Walker with a bullet. He's the big one for me there. He's got to perform. They've let so many good players go, so many good halves go to have this bloke there, and at the moment, it hasn't happened. So, it's yeah, it's going to be interesting.
0: And people might ask, okay, well, what's the difference between a Sam Walker and a Lachlan Elias example? Why are we excusing Lachlan Elias? I'm not... Exactly, excusing Lach- Lachlan Elias, but the fact of the matter is that's the point. They have let players go to keep Sam Walker, and also they've invested. Well, a lot so, in did,
1: so did rabbits So Rabbers let Adam Reynolds go. The to money keep that is not comparable. But the the difference for me is that Lockie Elias doesn't have the Fox Sports cheer squad, Gordon Tallis with his pom poms, because he's mates with his dad carrying on saying how good Sam Walker is. And then obviously it's on every show three times a week. So that's when the momentum builds and they've let Mitchell Pierce go. You know, they had Flanagan and they signed Flanagan up. Now, again, I think we probably all agree that Flanagan's underwhelming, but they signed him up. He was the next big thing um, on a three-year deal, four-year deal. All of a sudden, a couple of games in, they let him go. They haven't re-signed Kiri because they see Sam Walker as the the option there. Um, every time that um, the half that's gone to the dogs or ah names escape me, um, utility. Oh Hutchison, Hutchison! Every time he played, they were a better footy side. They've let him go. Sandon Smith, when he came in, they turned their season around. That he's gone back to reserve grade. So I hope Sam Walker comes good. I really do because he's got the skill set to be such an entertaining player. He's got every ability under the sun, the, but you the need time, to put it
0: together. The time is now for Sam Walker, because he will never, in my opinion, have a squad this talented around him. Like, this is, it's go time. They're losing Joe Marno, losing Suley, losing all these players at the end of the year. Now is the year. 2024 is the year for them. He's
1: also coming into season four, isn't he? Like, yes. I think people forget that.
0: Yep, exactly. Uh, he's a young
1: yeah he's got 4 years experience
0: yeah number 1 latrell uh, i don't know well, how it's yeah. i don't know how it's not uh latrell has missed big moments for south throughout his entire tenure there he yeah. got suspended for an entire grand final run by knocking out joe manu just before the finals he's been injured at certain stages around finals and last year they didn't even make it i'm not sure if there's a player and he's fantastic, like there's, this, there's a reason why the pressure is on him because he's good. If he wasn't good, there'd be no pressure. I don't think there's a player that owes their club more than Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, uh, in I my agree. opinion, if he if he plays that grand final against Penrith when Penrith win their first, they are premiership yeah. winners.
1: Yeah. If he keeps his cool, basically leading into every final series. Rabbit's in a position to in a position to win. He's so good. He's when he's concentrating and he's on and he wants to win, he's almost unstoppable. Um exactly. I think you've said yeah, you've said everything. And I, I mentioned it before, so I agree totally. So that's that's your number one. Um so there's a few guys that um
0: Not, notable
1: that mentions. we didn't bring up. Yeah, notable mentions, or a couple of these actually would slip into my top ten. Um, I'm going to start up north and, and work my way through. So the Cowboys got through this unscathed um, and they shouldn't have because they're seriously under the pump. They um, There's – something doesn't smell right up there to me. Um, I don't know what it is, but Scott Drinkwater is definitely um, one player that needs to perform. He can't just be good once every three weeks. Um, he's got to be more consistent. Jason Taumalolo, he's under the pump. Um, you know, he's, He apparently found out – um, that he wasn't captain anymore by other guys being announced as captain. So again, something's not right there. Um, I'd expect a big year out of him, and if not, I don't know what they're going to do. It's either him or Payton. Um, feeder, he's coming up to a contract year. You know, again, I thought Fafida was the best he's ever been the first twelve to fifteen rounds of this season, and then he. Whether it was injury or, or not, he, he really um, fell away towards the back end of the year. I think it's time now that Fafita's what, 23, 24 years old this year. Um, it's time to, to get a full consistent year out of it. Then we move to um, Felice Cafusi and Anthony Milford. Anthony Milford is playing for his career. Um, if he doesn't do something this year, that's it. It's He'll be lucky to get a Super League deal. I expect to see him a fair bit for the, for the Capras. Um, in the Q Cup. So, you know, that, that's where I see Milford being. But again, he's still got to perform there. He can't come back and and play within himself or stand back and wait for things to happen. Kafusi, for every reason that you outlined with Luttrell, I'll, I'll put that on Kafusi. Caffucci. Kofusi's got to stop being suspended. He's got to stop taking blokes' heads off. Yes, he's an intimidator and that's his role. But for the last five or six years, it's, it's borderline a um, liability because of the amount of times he gets suspended or put in the bid. So they're the two big ones for me at the Dolphins. Fair enough. And they that were my a, honorable a, mention.
0: Honorable mentions for the top 10 or top 32
1: yeah. players. I've got, I've, got, I've got three more as well. Tonga yeah. Make sure his head's right. He doesn't yeah. get a concussion. And Hastings and Gamble. They're, they're big ones as yep. well.
0: Yep, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, that is the 60O podcast. Steve, thanks for your time, mate. Thanks, mate. it has been another episode of the 60O podcast. Don't forget to like the Facebook page and subscribe on the YouTube channel. And that is full time.